Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, I've been gone for a minute. I'm stretching. Sorry. Now I'm back. And I've been saying this all year because I started out the year letting y'all know it was chatty season. And it is chatty season. Um, I have a history of... I have a history of wanting to do things and getting stuck in the procrastination via perfection vibe. So in the year 2022, I decided that I was going to stop that and start executing. The only issue is that I started executing everything and it became a little bit overwhelming. And I've had to take a step back in order to put everything in place. So, I'm back now. Um, it is chatty season, but chatty season is going to be more clear to you going forward. Um, I am talking. I am talking a lot. I am thinking a lot. I am meditating a lot, but more important, I am back. What's up, doves? It's your girl, Goody. Here for you. Bye. Welcome back to Until I Ascend with your host, Goody Gabor. I say welcome back as if I were here last week and we all know that I was not. And I've been missing and there is this need on my end to tell you where I've been. So where has Goody been? It's a little tricky because I've been here, I've been around, but I've also been seeking solitude and staying to myself. If you've been around for a while, you know I consider that to be cocooning, so I've been cocooning. And what I do in the cocoon is I level up. So, here we are. What caused me to have to cocoon? I'll start by saying I do it often, but this cocoon phase was longer. What has been happening is for the past two, three years, I've been sharing myself and my gifts and my ideas and the way that I've been living for decades with as many people who would listen to me, um, as many people who would hire me to help them figure certain things out. And what has happened is it tapped me sapped me. I've been sapped. Um, There was an energetic drain. I had one client in particular with an extremely difficult situation. And when I went in to help, I knew it would be deep. However, when I finished helping, I was 100% sapped. And I don't regret it. I just learned that for the darker issues that I have to help with, a higher level of protection is needed for me as a helper. So that's one thing that happened. Another thing that happened is I realized, or I've always known that I was one of six children because, you know, I was one of six children. However, being one of six builds in you 
a codependency. And my life path requires a level of independence that is not my nurture. I wasn't nurtured to be independent. I was nurtured to be co-dependent. And my evolution requires that I step out on my own. It is scary. And it is something that I lean back from every so often because it's new to me. And because it's new to me and because I'm on my own, I have to make sure that I'm responsible for what I say and how I say it. There's no one to combat what I say and force an evolution for me. So I've also been doing that in the cocoon. So thus far, I've told you that I've been recuperating from taking a harsh hit and that I've been facing the fear of having to go certain things alone, which brings me to another thing that's happened. The spiritual community is growing and I am happy about that. Welcome to all of you who have decided that that plain old school religion isn't enough. I have no problem with old school religion, except that it isn't enough. It's foundational. It's the first few steps on a spiritual journey, but there are so many more steps. The steps are infinite, and to stop at religion is um, caustic. However, as the spiritual community grows, there are some parts of um, the religious community that follows. There are spiritual leaders, advisors, um, people who should be revered and respected, who are also human and they have um, an intimidation factor. So along my travels, me being me, me helping folk, I think I helped the wrong person. Not that they didn't need the help from me, but their spiritual leader. I'm not a spiritual leader. I don't want to be a leader. Well, I am a leader, but not in that way. I am not a cult leader. I don't want to be. But in the spiritual community, we do have people who only want the people who follow them to follow them. And it sounds weird if you know, you know. And if you don't know, I'll help you find out. So I help someone and the person that usually helps them, and it wasn't that I was stealing because the person came to me, the person that usually helped them took offense. And in taking offense, they decided that they were going to send dark energy my way to get me out of their way. Now, I am a very spiritually protected individual because I pray a certain kind of way. However, because I was not expecting this, I was not fully armored. For me to be fully armored, I would have to um, ask my ancestors to ensure that even though they don't hurt anyone because you can't get hurt messing with me, that they ensure no one hurts me. Well, I didn't do that. And I didn't necessarily get hurt, but I did take a hit. And 
that hit um, was another energetic drain because the hit was meant to take me and put me in the cocoon. Well done, but it's done. And again, if you know, you know. If you don't know, I think I gave you a hint of it. So that's another thing that happened. Finally, my last thing, again, the spiritual community has grown. And initially, when I first realized that a part of my life purpose wasn't just to evolve spiritually, but to help others figure out what spiritual evolution could look like for them personally, again, your walk is your walk. I cannot tell you how to walk. I can tell you the mindset you should have as you figure out what your steps look like. But initially when I joined, or joined myself on my life purpose, I knew I had to share. So I would share like mindful posts and memes and thoughts I had. And I would just post them and that was enough because it got those who were paying attention to me thinking. And that was good for them, but it's not enough for today. I have to do more. And in doing more, I have to go deeper. It can't be a surface level meme anymore. It has to be very intentional. It has to be very insightful. It has to be very intuitive. And that takes work, thought, and I'm doing the work. And I'm thinking the thoughts. But this is my explanation to you about where I've been and how I've been. I've missed you. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hey. Let's get it. Enough about me, though. Let's talk about you. I've been in the cut watching some of the things that we as a collective, the world, have been enduring. And while watching, I've been stumbling upon things that may be well-intentioned, but are definitely poorly executed. The thing that I want to talk about specifically is the vibrational plate discussion. Give me a second for me to dive into this. Remember I told y'all that um, the spiritual community was growing. And as it grows, there will be spiritual life coaches, there will be spiritual leaders, there will be people who want to do the right thing. Well-intentioned people. I'm not going to throw shade in any direction. Um, So the low vibrational plate discussion starts with Coach Stormy Wellington. And um, I'm not quite sure. I've heard her name before. I know that she has gotten some people going in the right direction and kudos to her for that. However, a few weeks ago, she was at uh, a barbecue. Actually, that's not true. She threw an event 
and at this event she threw, and I understand it was a high value event, at this event she threw, her friend Tammy Price was there, and they had all gotten their food, and Tammy's plate was full, I guess she had chicken and burgers and hot dogs, whatever you could imagine would be at a barbecue. And Stormy told her her plate was low vibrational. It was ghetto. It was pauper-esque. And in comparison to Stormy's own plate, which had like a few pieces of shrimp and maybe a piece of bread or whatever, Stormy compared herself to Tammy. Her plate looked like royalty and Tammy's plate looked like a pauper's plate, a poor plate, a low vibrational plate. Let's take a step back. The message that Stormy had initially, I could give it to you the way I would have given it to my friend. I believe Stormy intended to say, Tammy, there is no real need to load one plate up with all of this food. You loaded the plate up with all of the food that you have because you wanted to ensure that you got the food before the food ran out, which is a lack mindset because you're trying to get before it's gone. Meanwhile, I did not load my plate because I understand that as many times as I need to get what I want, I can just go get what I want. That's the message. There's no need to load it all in because whenever you want it, it will be there. That's the message. However, when you're giving someone a message, you have to give it to them the right way. Because if you talk down to people, it hurts more than it helps. If you compare yourself to people, you hurt them more than you help them. And even as I say this, I'm going to quote my business partner, Carly, who will say on a regular basis, we've tried to be nice in doing business, but some people need you to yell at them. And this is true because I've seen that be the case as well, but I will never be well aligned with having to bash someone in order to get them where they need to be. If that's the way you need your messaging, I am not the person that should be delivering the message to you. I don't like it. But this is what I've been trying to say about the way the spiritual community is growing. Because Power can be, you can be drunk with power. And when you have power, you have to check your ego. And in this instance, I do not know Stormy. In this instance, her ego was out of control. In this instance. And because her ego was out of control, she spoke down and embarrassed her friend. And because her friend is not really a friend, but her friend is a follower. Her friend didn't even realize how embarrassing it was 
But it didn't just embarrass you, beloved. It embarrassed the community. It's bad. It's bad. It's negative. It's nasty. It is low vibrational. So, I'm here to try to do better and be better. And the reason why I disappear sometimes is because I need to make sure that my ego is not out of control. So here we are talking about vibrations and I have a friend who has a group on Facebook called Manifest It Says her name is uh, Danielle. And when this discussion was going on, Danielle said, I hate the way the vibrational discussion is happening, but I love that we are having the the discussion. And I responded with this, a better way to have the discussion. So I'm going to tell you my favorite way to talk about vibrations. Are y'all ready? Here we go. I am big on the laws of attraction. And when the laws of attraction first were first introduced to me, um, it was via the book and the documentary. And I remember watching it, and while it did inspire me, it was not enough. And it wasn't meant to be enough because much like I said about sharing memes, it was an introductory phase. It was a laws of attraction one-on-one, so to speak. But there had to be more work done um, or more investigation. So I started reading a book called Ask, and it's given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. Um, Esther and Jerry first encountered the laws of attraction by seeking it out. And if I recall correctly, um, as they started seeking the information, Esther was introduced to Abraham. Abraham is an entity or an energy that was sent to really bring us the laws of attraction and when Esther was introduced to Abraham he entered her energy and spoke through her so Esther goes into a trance Abraham says what needs to be said Um, I'd say that he is a spiritual entity and I'd say Initially, it was a bit trippy, but I got it eventually. So Esther speaks in Abraham's voice quite often. And that's how we get asked. And it's given because Abraham was sent to tell us what we needed to know about the other side. Ask and it's given. Great book. Um, definitely speaking, spoken or written in streams of consciousness. I speak in streams of consciousness, Um, I get it, or I got it eventually, initially I didn't, but I got it. But I say all of that to say this, after a few decades, Jerry Hicks passed away, and Abraham and Esther were left to do the work on their own. And in the process of doing the work, um, Esther was mourning her husband, and um, There were times where 
It was a good day and she could feel Jerry's energy all around her. However, on the bad days, it felt like Jerry was leaving her and he wasn't there and she felt the absence immediately. So, you know, she asked Abraham what the heck was up with that, why Jerry was leaving her alone on these bad days. And what Abraham told her is what I wanted to have a discussion about, vibrations. Abraham informed her <laughs> that Jerry wanted her to know that on the other side, he was in his high vibration energy. And on the days that she was having a good day, she was in high vibration. However, on the days that she was depressed or sad or crying, her vibration got lower. And because her vibration got lower, she could not feel Jerry because Jerry refused to enter her low vibration to boost her spirits. And the reason Jerry was refusing to do that was because it takes a lot for a spiritual energy entity to enter our low vibrational phases to boost us. And he knew that she knew better. So he charged her with doing better herself. Do better, Esther, he was saying, because I'm not going to meet you in your low vibration. You want to see me, you want to feel me, you want to know that I'm there with you, act like it, know it. Because if you ask for me, I am here. But if I'm here and you know that we do high vibrational shit, we are in high vibrational energy. Don't try to bring me down into your low vibration. If you want to be with me, be with me in high vibration because that's the only way I will be with you. When Esther heard this, she understood it. And that's how Esther is able to sit in Jerry's energy, even though he's not there. Since I read about this and learned about this. Esther has passed as well. But that is such a beautiful vibrational story. But guess what else it reminds me of? When I was, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11, I remember reflecting on footprints or footsteps in the sand. It's the poem about a person who was reflecting on their life and knew that Jesus was always with them. And when they looked back at the footprints in the sand, they noticed that in their hardest times, there was only one set of footsteps. And when they asked Jesus about it, he said, yeah, there is one set of footsteps, but those are not your footsteps. Those are mine. I'm carrying you. Now, I've always reflected on it. I, I could even say that that might be the thing that sparked my first spiritual evolution because I sat in my grandmother's dining room and read that thing over and over and over again. And I was comforted by 
Christ showing up to carry me in my darkest days. Granted, I was 10 and I had yet to experience, experience dark days, but they were coming. And the thing about it is, I'm a Christian, y'all, um, but I ain't your regular Christian. I'm not the Christian who's going to tell you that Jesus is the only way because Jesus is not the only way. He is just the way for me. Jesus will meet you the way that Jerry Hicks will not meet Esther. But if you want Jesus to celebrate with you and if you want to walk with Christ or whoever it is that you walk with, you got to be in that good vibrational energy, that high vibrational energy, that energy that lets the ego go. And I know that I probably got into talking in streams of consciousness and that might not be what you need it to be. But if you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. Um, which I love, by the way. Um, what else is it that I want to say to you? I think I need to be clear and not be in streams of consciousness to make sure that everyone gets it, not just the people who know so here we are vibrations low vibrations will have you be in your ego talking down to others thinking that you are uplifting them low vibrations will put you in a position where those you love on the other side may or may not join you the ones who are sent to join you to lift you will join you but if you truly care about them you would try to keep your vibrations up. Because if you truly cared about them, you would understand that it takes so much in order to come down here on this earth plane where the energy is dense and dark and dirty to uplift you. But if you could keep a high vibration, if you could keep your ego intact, if you can keep yourself in a place where there's celebration to be had, you are in a position to ask for whatever you want and it's going to be given to you. That's an abundance mindset. It'll always be there for you. You don't have to worry about loading your plate like Tammy. And you don't have to be a jerk like Stormy. You can meet somewhere in the middle. And even when you are in your lowest vibration. The people sent to help you are going to walk with you. No, I said that wrong. The people sent to help you are going to pick you up and carry you. For me, it's Jesus. However, since my first experience is way more than Jesus, I got a gang of spiritual people. There's a gang of footprints in my sand. Get there for yourself. I know I speak in streams of consciousness and I know I've got to do better. But today, this is what I have to offer you. Vibrate high, beloveds. Vibrate high. Bye now.